This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, we're with you on a Tuesday Presented, of course, by BetMGM. we got a lot to do next hour of the show. We'll get to NFL line movement coming up for week four, including some movement in the Miami and Cincinnati game. Lightning bets one hour from now. But joining us right now on the guest line, excited to pick his brain on all things NFL and college football, Jason Scott, VP of Trading at BetMGM. Jason, welcome back to the show. Um, you know, we were just discussing a few minutes ago the coach of the year market and, and who might be in the mix for that and different, you know, kind of angles on that. Jason, when you look at that market, it's interesting. It's not always who did the best job, right? It's who had maybe had the best record, best job over expectation. Nick Sirianni, the favorite right now at BetMGM for that award. How do you handicap that one? That's difficult because you're almost projecting who's going to continue to play well, not who's done so far. It's, it's one of the, the – the player awards markets as a whole are very tricky, very difficult to win on. The voting – a lot of the a lot of the leagues, some of the voters seem to have very short memories in the last eight weeks count more than the first eight weeks in a football season. Uh, mm-hmm. Expectations clearly the biggest one. You know, Doug Peterson wins eight or nine games, maybe maybe eight nine. He's got to be he's going to be a contender, uh, as opposed to, you know Sirianni's probably going to have to win twelve. So it, it's and and even then it's up to the opinion of the voters, which they see as a more meritorious performance. It's tricky. We've got a big liability, Josh. Um, uh, Miami Dolphins there. We had one customer who bet quite regularly and, and quite heavy there. So, you know, three and zero there. He's in the mix as well. Uh, stick with the award markets. Uh, the MVP is interesting and in how that's changing week to week. Last week, Hertz makes the big jump at some spots. Now he makes an even bigger jump. There's agreement across the board that Josh Allen should be the MVP. But then when you go two, three, four, Hertz, Lamar, Mahomes, it feels like uh, people just have different opinions, or is it liability? Is it a mix of everything? It, it is the different opinions. I mean, what we're seeing, too, is a sample space of three games or three data points, if mm-hmm. you want to use the, the current vernacular that most of the Sharps are using, uh, isn't really enough depending on the schedule. I mean, the Eagles re- really haven't had that difficult a schedule. You know, so Hurts looks good. Um so I think I think the thing with Allen is people expect that you're going to get 14, 13, 14, 15 stellar games out of him. He's favourite. We're always happy to lay the favourites, get, take as much money out of these favourites as we can early in the season. Uh, I think at this stage last year, Aaron Rodgers, after coming off that horrible week one, was about 8 or $10. So it can change very quickly. I want to take a look at this week's card. An interesting game um, there in Vegas. Denver at a at Las Vegas. A very desperate, winless Raiders team. And I know Raiders fans are very passionate. They're still probably going to go to the window and bet on their team. But I'm curious, what type of action have you seen on this one? Look, c- coming into the week, it's not one of the games that we've, we saw a lot of money on yesterday. I think... You know, the Raiders minus two and a half, there's a little bit of expectation that they have to improve. 
Uh, what we saw from the Broncos on Sunday night was, well, 11 tens a table tennis score, isn't it? So I don't think there's a lot of confidence there. <laughs> the, uh, the the Raiders clearly should have won in week two. They were competitive against the Steelers in week one. They looked pretty average this week. Uh, I can understand why they're minus two and a half, and I'm not expecting to see a hell of a lot of money for Denver over the back end of the week. Jason, what is the market saying about Mac Jones's injury and the drop-off to Brian Hoyer? Uh, you look at that number, it's a big one. The Packers should be favored, and they are favored by a, a big number of points in this game in Lambeau Sunday. Uh, is it, you know, are you thinking more of a four-point drop-off, three or yeah. more? Mac? You know, sometimes it depends on the quarterback and the backup. What's the difference there, Mac Jones to Brian Hoyer? Yeah, the look-ahead was six, so we've gone to ten. Uh, and if you look at their performance of this week, I suppose both teams, maybe if anything, Green Bay performed under expectation. I would have thought... You know, the, the Patriots did what they usually do against the Ravens. The Packers looks really good for a half and really bad for the second half. So in terms of what we saw on the field, probably didn't change it much. So I think it's fair to say Mac Jones is worth four points uh, to the Patriots. What about uh, Sunday night? <laughs> the volume, I'm sure, is going to be uh, through the roof for Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Where's this game going to be played? It, it feels like, uh, well, certainly showing uh, that, that – People are down on Tampa Bay, I, I believe, over the summer. Looking ahead to this game, Tampa Bay was the home favorite. And uh, both of these teams coming off losses. So uh, what was the thinking behind uh, settling on a number with the Chiefs and Bucks? Yeah, look, the, the, the known unknown with Tampa, well, there's two known unknowns, is, is it going to be the weather and, and you know how bad the hurricane is. But secondly, their injuries, certainly that wide receiver room. Um, they'll, get, they'll get Evans back, but, I mean, I'm not sure where where um, the other two are, Godwin and Julio Jones. Uh, they certainly need, Brady's got to have someone to throw to. Um, and we saw that their their offense looked anemic on the weekend, really, except for that last drive where they, they scored and they missed the two-point conversion. So we've sent a little bit of money for, we went up one and a half, went out two and a half. We've sent a little bit of money, money line and at the minus one and a half for the Chiefs. So it's been, Reasonably well bet, probably the third or fourth highest turnover uh, event so far for next week. Where have you seen the most um, public money coming in? Is there a team that maybe has surprised you that the public's been on so far this season? Uh, yeah, the hard knocks thing is real. <laughs> it's been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether everyone wants to hear someone say, yeah, man. <laughs> Dave Campbell, but we've seen them every game. Uh, they've been they've been our, our loser of the three. So it, the phenomena the phenomena continues. Jason, we've noticed so far this season unders cash in more than overs. Uh, even this week, we got some games you know around 40, 30s. Last night it went over at the end, uh, but a long, low scoring game. Uh, your thought on that and and how that's moving the the totals in these games? How far do you come down? You come down too far, obviously it's going to create more overs. So when we're done here, what do you think about the unders so far this season? Yeah, I mean they they they, they got it wrong in that game and they got it wrong in the Chargers game. There was they probably moved four points, but they certainly got it right in the two late games on the Sunday, the Tampa game, and then the the um, those the aforementioned ping pong game. So what what I think we're seeing is look, defense is a I think the cornerbacks are a big factor here. They seem to have got better. I, I, I haven't chopped the numbers up, but to my eye, there feels to be less pass interference penalties. And we were, we were seeing teams certainly late in the game just being given 30, 40 yards in that fourth quarter. Uh, I think I think the cornerbacks have got smarter. 
either that or their calls and you know sometimes you still see a few egregious ones but they're not as bad but that's certainly having some effect on the totals uh jason you uh you're joking about the lions and and of course they start out perfect against the spread as a very popular team what about on the other side where you know, we're still all trying to figure these teams out, but you can already tell early on that you're going to have to to raise some numbers if you want some money on the other side and some of these bad teams. Which which teams jump out as uh, as squads that the betters just do not want to back? The the public don't like the Jags, so in, which I suppose coming off off the Herman Meyer era is understandable. Well, we have seen yeah. even even in the first game, uh, it was it Carolina they played week one, I think it was. Uh, they they didn't cover, but they were right in that game, and they were really well bet by the by the pros. So the Jags are one that the public haven't come to yet that we're not seeing a hell of a lot of money for. And, and look, nobody likes uh, Davis Mills and the Texans. We saw it last year; they were the at least bet team, and we've seen it again this year. <laughs> and and they've covered they've covered two out of the three, and only missed covering by. Uh, this oh sorry they depending on when you yeah. bet whether you took the two and a half or the three this week whether they covered again so you can say they're two and a half out of three against the spread. Uh, for through the first few weeks, uh, which one has you know been the biggest liability for you guys? Uh, probably a dead heat between the Bills and the Chiefs. Um, all three games both have been big losers. Uh, the, we've seen there the most money's come for the MVP for Mahomes and Allen, most money for the Super Bowl since the season starts, the Bills first, the Chiefs second. So so without doubt, they're popular. So that little period on Sunday when they both lost within about uh, five or ten minutes of each other was really good for our book. <laughs> Jason, uh, we spoke earlier about the uh, Mac Jones to Brian Hoyer situation. There was an assumption on Cooper Rush that when he came in, it was a big drop-off from Dak Prescott. Well, he keeps winning and pr- playing pretty well. Uh, what, what's the updated adjustment on that? I'm, I'm seeing you know, Cowboys fair by a little more than a field goal this coming week against the Washington Commanders with Cooper Rush still out there. How much of a difference Cooper Rush to Dak now that we've watched him play more? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Because there was probably an overreaction against the Bengals. Uh, if we look at the, the look-ahead number to what to what we saw, it probably moved about seven points. Uh, I think that was slightly uh, redirected, maybe a couple of points going into to uh, last night. And on the back of last night's game, now whether this is Cooper Rush or whether this is the, um, the overall performance for the Cowboys, because I thought the defense was pretty good, uh, it, it moved another two. Well, it moved two points um, from from the look-ahead number. So, so I think we're probably landed at, at sort of four points, three and a half to four points there as well. Uh, Jason, I was curious about uh, the Cleveland Browns. They should be 3-0. And uh, the, the win total, it's hanging around 8.5 with these other uh, undefeated teams. There's a lot of steam behind them. But uh, with the Browns, haven't heard as much. And the schedule really lightens up even more so. Atlanta, the Chargers when they're beat up, New England. Are people betting on the Browns or are they staying away from that organization? No, look, most of the, the betting's come in waves around Deshaun Watson news. So so yeah. when he signed, when he got six weeks, then, then it got extended again. So so they are, they are a liability for us. Uh, I'm surprised that we haven't seen more money given their start, given we know that he's coming back later in the season and their schedule doesn't look real that difficult. Um, I'm not even sure that that division's going to be as strong as what it usually is. Mm-mm. 
That's a good point. I was just saying I forgot about Tashawn Watson. There hasn't been a lot of news on him lately. I almost forgot. Um, I want to pivot really quick uh, to college football. The Pac-12 has really been a surprise this season, a little more balanced than I expected with you know several teams looking pretty good. Um, how have players been doing versus the books in these later Pac-12 games? Well, in week one and week two, uh, USC were pretty much our worst result of the day. Um, now a little bit of that is a little bit of that is the time that you know by 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 seven o'clock uh, Eastern people are either winning or losing, and there uh, those that are losing tend to bet up to to try and get out. Those that are winning send their profits around. So so those those games them not covering on the weekend was actually really strong for us. Uh, and all in all, actually, we're, the Pac-12 hasn't been that good for us. We've uh, the the Eastern States games in the morning have been stronger in college for us than the the, the later West Coast games this season. Great stuff, Jason Moves. Appreciate hopping on. Jason Scott, VP of Trading at BetMGM, there with us on the guest on the other side. Let's talk NFL line movement for week four in the NFL. Hit those numbers and the movement next right here on the BetQL Network.